This is CliffCentral.com. Ladies and gentlemen, after what might feel like a ridiculously long hiatus, and while Mabale breaks everything in the studio, sorry, allow me to welcome you to Sipping Tea with Dumi Morake and Mabale Moloi. How are you, my darling? I am good. How are you? I'm awesome. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. We have not seen each other in forever, which is a problem. This is wrong. Um, and I often get messages on Twitter of people saying, ah, but Lihogai, where yeah, are you guys? Which yeah. is nice. It's good to be missed. It's good. Every relationship needs that little bit of, <laughs> ah, but my mood too. <laughs> Everybody wants to be missed. Yes. So thank you very much uh, for missing us. And we are back for this week, which is great. Yes. Do you know what? Even Babi Muloy mm. loves our show. Oh, really? Because I, I was emailing her the other day on something else that's unrelated. And she responded and she said, Oh, by the way, I've listened to the show that you do with Dumi Muragi, and I really like you guys. Oh, wow. So I felt like, hey, Vatong, you know. We have a famous fan. We have a famous fan, which is great. Yeah. Um, Okay, so another week that's gone by in May. Uh, We're still dealing with all types of race-related issues in the news. It's South Africa. Must be Tuesday. It's South Africa. But you know what's also in the news or Mm. has been in the news of late is these guys who started that Blesser Finder app. Or they've got a website now, Blesser Finder. Wow. And they're in the news because, firstly, um, they released their statistics in terms of who is gravitating to their platform because Mm. people want to join more. You know, people want to be involved in this Blesser, Blessy thing. While you speak, I'm going to try and find this thing. Okay. Um, they have a website, blesserfinder.com or is it blesserfinder.co.za? I'm not sure. But just do a young search there and I'm sure something will come up. So anyway, these guys are in the news last week because they released some statistics. Turns out that the majority of new people who have registered onto their website are from KZN. I think that the figures are like 45% of new people who registered from KZN. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm just imagining someone out there going, hmm, I thought it would be Eastern Cape. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I see. Look, can you have you seen the search that comes up? No, tell the, me the, the results that come up. I mean, when you do the search, no, because I search Blesser Finder, I get Blesser Finder website, Blesser Finder app, Blesser Finder South Africa, Blesser Finder Facebook. Yeah, hey, no, but busy, but busy. This thing is serious, Mus. This thing is serious. And the guy, the the uh, uh, the guy who Here it is, find the Blesser. It's even a dot com. Bona, ha, Barry. You get onto this thing. Yeah. If you are a Blesser, you register. Um. I think you provide details of what you are looking for. So you'll specify, Hore, I'm looking for a young lady, uh, no older than 25, yellow bone, nice thick curves. And this is what I'll be able to provide her. I can give her X amount per month or I can take her to holiday destinations in Dubai or I can buy her shoes or whatever. Like you specify what you are prepared to do for the young, for the young lady. And then the young, you've got young ladies also registering onto this website. And then what these guys at Blesser Finder do is they then provide you with matches. So if you are a guy who was looking for specific things and five girls qualify for those specific things that you are looking for, they will provide that guy with the five numbers of the girls and then he can contact them and see if uh, he can hook up with either one or more of them. Uh-huh. So that is what is happening out there. Uh, uh... Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, 
I'm flabbergasted. Now, it's very, very rare that you will find me with nothing to say. Like, literally <laughs> speechless. Yes. But I am... So, wow. So, I've opened it and I see here how it works, pricing, features. Why is there pricing? I'm going to open pricing. Yeah, find out what's under pricing because uh, the guy who was being interviewed on Checkpoint, which hey. I watched a few days ago, hey. he said no, that they don't charge any of the people who register onto their website to use the service. Oh, so, 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 I don't know what pricing is all about. Maybe oh, the pricing isn't, I think the pricing is about exactly how much you're prepared to pay the, the blessee, I think. Isn't it? Uh, so if you say I can give her 30k a month, that's that's what I can for afford. What? But you see, I'm going to leave this app alone for a second just because you know the last time we spoke about blessers, I spoke about what I have understood a blesser or the term a blesser to come from, mm-hmm. where before blesser became a thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I I didn't know that blesser has now become the facelift of sugar daddy of um client because mm. on some level it's starting to feel borderline um like escort agency situations just on a more permanent level yeah like yeah you know what i mean i i i worry that i mean are we so far gone as a society i'm sorry like i guys me uh, I have children and I have a daughter and I have sons and I have sons who can be blessed. I have a daughter who can be blessed, but they can also be on the other side and be blessers, right? Mm-hmm. My issue is, is this not throwing a spanner in the works in a relationship where they just happen to be on opposite economic scales? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Ex- give me an example to explain what you're saying. Like, if... If you have money, mm. okay, you you earn six figures um, every year. Oh, no, well, a six-figure salary. You yeah. earn a six-figure salary every month. Yeah. And you happen to be in a relationship with someone who's only earning a four-figure salary every month. Mm-hmm. And you've been in this relationship. Mm. And you've automatically become the blesser because you're the one who can afford to spoil your person like that. But your person does other things for you, like, you know, that you enjoy in the relationship. Like, we don't always, we don't come in with equal offerings in every relationship. Okay? There's one with more money, one with less money. Mm. So I want to know, is, is my understanding of a blesser, A, an option, like there are blessers like that, or... That's not a blesser. That's just a, a relationship where somebody has more money. A blesser is someone who is coming with money and they're receiving sexual favors in return. Because for me, that's what it feels like. As far as I understand what a blesser is, um, it's, it, there is some kind of transaction that is going to take place there. So at some point, money is going to be given to the blessee by the blesser. In exchange, the blessee will probably have to give it up. Now, I've often seen. How is that not prostitution? Well, this is, this is the question though, isn't it? Is it's, it's, it's a transact, it's transactional sex. So then therefore it must be prostitution. But now I've often seen, and I have a cousin who's studying medicine in, at Vitz, mm. and he was telling me that he has spoken to some of his female classmates. Um, he's, what is he now? Third, third year medicine. Uh. And he has told me that he has spoken to some of his female classmates. And some of these girls have told him, no, but we don't always give it up to these guys. And I'm like, how? Because why would, why would a man be paying you? And why are you with him? 
why would he be giving you money for you to get your weave or to buy a textbook if you don't have the yeah. money to do why so we, without you giving it up to him? What are you giving in return maybe, as the blessing? Maybe he's showing you off. Like you go to events with him and you dress up, you make him look amazing. Okay. You know what I mean? He gets to show you off. But I just, my issue with this whole blesser thing and how far it's going is, you know, if, if, if it was a cute thing between me and my view that, hey, when I'm my blesser, or new tires, you know what I mean? Mm. Unless we're saying some of these blessers that people are generally just looking for love, but they're going, look, if you're looking for the kind of guy who can financially take care of you, or you're a girl and you're going, if you're looking for the kind of girl who can financially take care of you, because I'll tell you why. I hate how... This conversation has been taken over by men. Like the minute you hear blesser, the new connotation, or maybe that was always the connotation. I was just ignorant. Is that it's a an older dude? It's it's men. It's I'm not getting the sense that they they're putting women as as true as as potential blessers as much as men are potential blessers. I think that has to do with the fact that men have been involved in this kind of thing for the, for much longer than women are uh, but no 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 listen i need you to rephrase no can you say they've been involved in it more openly more than women have okay historically uh, okay because oh my oh, sister's being blessed okay so then maybe okay so then maybe more openly hey mm. because you're right there are women who are in relationships older women who are in relationships mm. with younger men purely because they want that physical mm. satisfaction mm. that they get from the younger and men they buy and them. they they buy them cars mm. and stuff yes okay so more more openly mm. i can run as women we've had to be hush hush about the things that yeah. we're doing undercover because no well we are discreet we respect ourselves we are discreet and then we also fear being judged more severely true so that is why true look my issue here is um and I don't want to sound judgmental, but my issue here is the laziness on a blessee's part. Yes. Because there are some blessees who will deliberately enter into this transaction because Bona, quite frankly, they've decided, Hore, I don't want to have to work that hard to get the things that I want in life. Mm. And let's not get it twisted. Not all blessees are desperate. You yes. know, not all blessees are sitting there without a job mm. and no other means mm. of, you know, paying. They just paying. want their nice life. They just want their own nice life. They want to be able to go to Dubai once a year. <laughs> they want hey. to be able to wear Louis Vuitton, what, what. Yeah. That's all they want. And they're just <laughs> thinking, oh, well, you know, if some man or some woman can help me get it, then yeah. why not? Yeah. But it's a, it's a laziness, isn't it? It is. It is. Look, we all want nice uh, well, things. Well, is it really a laziness on the other hand? I mean, I think about these young, young ladies who are married to these older rich guys. And, you know, they, they have to deal with these classy wives and housewives uh, who are old money, who treat them like crap because they know you're just in here because of your cooch. You, mm. And also you, they're feeling threatened. Yeah, and they're feeling threatened, but like... They will judge how you speak. They will judge how you are put together. Like you, the amount of work that goes into being with that guy because he's the CEO of what, what, and you can't embarrass him. Um, and even imagine if it's an unattractive, wrinkly old, smells like Mm-mm. an old attic and you must sleep with that Mm-mm. every night. Mm. Like you don't love, him. you know, you don't love him. You're probably banging the gardener's brains out. Because that you can do. Because that is what actually gives you an orgasm. Whereas with this old geezer, you're just lying there thinking, oh, please, can he come quickly? Because I'm just, I want this over and done with. Yeah. uh, The laziness, I think, is, 
It's, it's an it's, unfair it's, it's relative. judgment. No, let's say it's relative. It's relative. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Because uh, think about those old guys. You know, there's also those old guys who just have companions. Like, they literally, they don't sleep with them. I, I thought it was BS, but I've, I've come to learn that it actually happens. There are guys who have these companions that they they flaunt and they don't touch them. They're not into them. Some of them actually uh, rather have little boys, and they, that's what they're doing. Um, okay. By little, I don't mean they're underage. I'm no, this, we're not talking boys. about pedophilia. Ne? Yeah. No. Yeah. Talking we're talking about Ben Tens. Mm, but because the guy is a high-flying owner of so-and-so, you know, oh, he's a Freemason, rather. <gasps> uh, he's uh, posing this girl out there, you know. My question is, what does this do with regards to generalizations that men and women like to put on each other. So every now and again on Twitter, you'll see people, you know, weighing in with their opinions on a topic. And then somebody from out from somewhere will come in and say, but it's not all men or it's not all women. (laughs) So my question is clearly these things are weighing heavily on how we perceive each other as men, men and women. So a man looks at me and thinks, Oh, what do you want from me? Like Mm. you want my money. I'm Mm. sure that's all you Mm. see me for. Mm. And then I, as a woman, I'm sitting here thinking, ah, you're probably just another dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which is unfair, right? Yeah. Because not all women are yeah. looking for a man's money to mm. take care of her, mm. you know, or get to give her a nice, comfortable lifestyle. Mm. And not, me- not all men are out here sleeping with, you know, 10 different girls at once. Yeah. But where's your sense of self-worth if you need, if you really feel... Like you need to go and sign up somewhere and offer people money to be with you. I mean, that is so sad. Like, ah, skis, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Then there's that girl, of course, who just says, I've got the money. I don't mind. It'll be one of my mental pieces, this girl that I... Yeah, just another notch in my belt. And I... then on to the next one. Ne? Yeah. Because also, these blesser and blessy agreements, how long do they last? I mean... Ah, Joe, some of them are one-time encounters. For For others, it turns into... A, some kind of agreement. I don't even want to say partnership, but it's an agreement. It's an understanding. So this one woman who was being interviewed on Checkpoint, she has been put in a nice flat in Santon and she stays there full time. Mm. But now every time that this guy wants her, she has to be ready. It doesn't matter if she's got a funeral at home in Tata <laughs> or if she, you know, like it doesn't matter. When he snaps his fingers, she has to be able to jump and to say how high. These are power games that I think are very dangerous. I'm even scared to have this conversation because I can't even begin to imagine having a relationship like that. I honestly thought this blesser blessy thing is one of those organic things where you've ended up with someone who has money and they're not afraid to spend it on you. You know what I mean? And it's not one of those things where when it's over, I'm taking my, my stuff back. You know what I mean? Because it's just, uh, I don't know. I say this because I remember when I was buying a car and um, the finance lady was telling me how she had literally just sold a car to a lady who has what you could call various blessers. Mm-hmm. She came in with a guy who basically signed the lease for the car, right? Mm-hmm. And he was offering to just put up the deposit money for her. On condition she agrees that she will handle um, the payments for the car. So he's almost like a surety, so to speak. And so when he left, she came back. She said, no, can you just hold my papers? 
I'm, I'll be back just after lunch. Comes back with another dude. And that's the dude who was signing that and giving in his bank details that the payments for the car <laughs> are going to come out of his account. Yeah. And this chick was like shamelessly, yeah, and I've got a guy who does my flat. Like all I buy in my life is my groceries and yeah. my clothes. Yeah. But I've got these guys, one who's covering my flat and the, uh, this guy who's, well, these two are doing my car. And I suppose that would actually be the more sensible approach, isn't it? Is to have one guy taking care of. But how do you handle that many men in one life? No, because I care these men don't, they don't they have. All come at the, and they're probably all married. Oh, the first one, they was definitely married. Yeah. Oh, no. The guy who signed the lease for the car is the flat guy. That's the guy who pays for the flat. The guy who came after, that's the car, that's the car and lifestyle guy. And yeah, she seems to have it down to a science. Like she's living the life. Okay. Now, me, I'm fine with that because we, we were having this conversation and the question was, Okay, so then how do we get these young girls to stop? Mm. And I said, okay, well, if you want to get them to stop, you need to ask them these questions, I think. You need to ask her, so what is your plan B when your blesser leaves, when he's done mm. with you? Or dies. Or dies. And then also, what is your plan C when you are when you get too old to be doing these things? Because I get re- I get when you're too old, you've already saved up your money. <laughs> well, we hope. We hope. Uh, because, you know, once you reach a certain age, you are no longer going to be appealing to these blessers because I get it. They're looking for young things. So eventually you're going to become too old for this thing. And then you won't be able to rely on men giving you money for stuff. So that was my, my, my only thing. Now, if you're telling me about this, this example of a a woman who had five different blessers (laughs) taking care of different things, that to me is smart because then you're not just relying on one man who's covering everything. So when the one is done with you, you've still got four more to play with and then you can find a replacement for that other one who who gets done with you. That's insane. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that ish is crazy. <sighs> you know what kills me though is, is is when you're finding that the girls who are doing it are not even oh I come from abject poverty and I don't know any better and it's literally that thing of ah but this is easier and yeah. it takes nothing away from me so duh, yeah. I'll do it. So what's the problem? What's the problem? Because yeah. I was listening to to um. I can't remember which radio station, but some mother called in all upset because her daughter, who is studying something or other, like a really smart girl on, well, book smart anyway, um, was off, was driving some Jeep. Like she had bought this guy, this girl a car. So it's like you buy your daughter a car, like you buy her, say, maybe an entry level Beamer. And then she gets her blesser to buy her an even better car. And now she's rolling in that car, not the car you bought her. Mm. And I was thinking, this conversation already, by the by virtue of you are telling me you bought your child this luxury car as a car for a child who's never driven before, it means we are talking to middle class blacks mm-hmm. or above. Mm. You're blacks with mine. Mm. So has economic freedom also made us lose our minds a little bit? I don't understand. If my child is studying, why I would need to buy my child a luxury car at school? Mm-hmm. You understand what mm, I'm saying? It's, it's not necessary. Yeah. So, because now she was calling and saying, oh, she needs them to appeal to her, to leave this man and focus and whatever. And I'm thinking, you've raised a spoiled brat who, instead of being grateful for the fact that not only are you paying for her education, you're even giving, even giving her little luxuries that she doesn't have to wait until she's working to enjoy. Mm. She can't even appreciate that she goes and gets something better. She gets a man who can give her bed? Like she doesn't have to. Hmm. I, I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. I, I like, hear you. 
I, I would get it if they were saying, I, well, I'm hoping this girl can come back and say, listen, my mother's exaggerating. I fell in love with someone. He just happens to be rich. And he just happens to have decided to buy me a better car than the one my mom got me. Hmm. But it didn't sound that way. So I'm going, gasha, gasha, what's the problem? Our, our general moral compass, has it just, is it broken? Is the pin broken? Yeah, it's no longer facing north. Yeah, we're not. It's taking us west. Yeah, we're not. There is true no north. true north There's anymore. No true north There's no anymore. true north. And then, are we to be surprised? Because, you know, if you take a 20 year old, obviously they grew up with more access to things than their grandparents. Mm. And so, because they never had to go without, for them, it's completely natural and normal to expect to want more things. Mm. So, you know, they're out here looking at people's lives on Instagram and thinking, yeah, and like, why can't Woo! I go to Dubai every year? This like, Instagramming. <laughs> this Instagramming. <laughs> hey, Instagram is a problem. It's a problem. In fact, we were never ready for the interweb and the things it has brought for us black people. Instagramming is a problem because it creates perceptions about the, the kind of lifestyles that yes. people are living. Yes. And then it sets these unattainable goals. Because, guys... Real life, no filter. Yeah, you can't delete and retake the picture. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, and you don't have time to plan reality and how it's gonna look. And that's why I've seen I've seen guys who have built traction with women. Like I I, I follow the trend of a friend of mine who, who loves to post such stuff. Like you know the good life, the good life, and you start to watch the kind of new followings that come with this person's posts. And you can tell that these are the kind of people who A, think they are, this guy, they, they, they misjudge this person economically. Mm-hmm, A, mm-hmm. B, they think they're going to get to enjoy. And I'm going, oh, I, are you going, are you looking at this person's job description? Are you not thinking that maybe this person is actually within their job spec mm. doing these things? Mm, so mm. you're not exactly about to enjoy the benefits of whatever they're doing mm-mm, anyway. Mm-mm. Or, are you at any point going, who's taking these pictures? Cause they are not selfies. Cause you're not seeing this person with someone. No. You and you're, you're wanting to be that person. You are wanting to you're be going, that person. I'm going to be the weaved chick or the hot chick in that picture with this guy. Right. And now you're also assuming that the yacht that they're taking the picture uh-huh. on is something it's, that they own. Exactly. Maybe they rented it or for they the do day. It all the time. Hey. Like maybe follow his timeline. Or her timeline. See if the ayats that keep c- cropping up <laughs> within this long timeline. Yeah. Or if, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I'm going, Instagram is causing problems. Cause I've seen even with, with moms, you know, I've seen so-called super moms posting things on, on, on Instagram. And then when I go to parties and whatever, then we get into these conversations and you're hearing these girls going, Oh my God, like, how does she even find the time to whatever? And I'm like, she probably isn't. Can you just, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to compare myself to a friend of mine who can bake a perfect um, frozen cake with freaking <laughs> the song playing in the background. Yeah, no. When I have to run off and do work and she's just at home. Mm. You know what I mean? And why would you let her make you feel yeah. bad about what she's able to do? When people are posting these perfect babies who are doing these perfect things, this toddler who's sitting with a book, I'm like, yeah. Tell her to show you the pictures in the phone. From before the mm. child sat with that book mm. and a second after she managed to take that snack. Mm. Like we should stop, man. It's, it's insane. It's completely insane. And I don't know how it happened that we, we have all become this, this stupid 
to take for granted the things that we see on platforms like Instagram yeah. as gospel. Guys, it's like TV. When you watch TV, there's been editing that has happened. Yeah. When you watch a show and you're like, oh, it's so nice. That's because they did things to it. People who are posting, oh my gosh, guys, I'm not saying don't be inspired and I'm not saying people shouldn't post nice pictures of themselves, but I'm like, slow the F down. And just realize that what you are looking at is a glimpse mm. of that person's life. Mm. It was a certain moment. Mm. That you took a look at It doesn't mean Or that person's got that life 24-7 sure. Every day they wake up And then they hop onto a yacht And they go to the Maldives yeah, On my, their private jet My favorite is You don't even know How much the poor celebrity Is being paid yeah. To be in that place And what they had to do While they were there And how you managed to catch About five minutes Of what is probably 48 hours of hell mm. You know And, and uh, that's the one thing I've started doing Where I'm not saying Yeah this is how it should be done but I try and stick to some level of truth because I also don't want people to be out there going, hey, this girl is eating mine. I'm not going to pretend uh, I'm living a lifestyle that I'm not. So if I'm going to luxury places and it's work, I'm very clear about this is a Baraka Musadi situation. Hashtag Baraka Musadi. You mm, know what I mean? Mm. And if it's a vacation, it's a vacation. But you can see, Uguti, yeah, it's a long vacation. This is, I'm not messing around. I don't expect to do this every month. I don't know. Just, I think people must just calm down. If you're feeling like you have such a crappy life because you've seen all these beautiful, glossy pictures on insta slow down honey yeah because, um, because that's not real life that's not real life man hi i don't know jay i don't get it actually i don't get people who re- respond emotionally to pictures like that because for me i enjoy beautiful ones i enjoy i'll be honest there are pictures that i've seen where I've, the people will say where they are and then i'll go and i'll google that place because i want to go to that place because it looks freaking amazing on that level, it makes sense. Mm. But now where are you going to start judging yourself and be like, what am I doing with mm. my life? Mm. Why can't that be me? Mm. People are in debt. People are living beyond their means. Mm. That's another thing people need to re- realize. People Our are level, barely surviving. People are barely surviving. Our level of debt as black people is starting to be on the level of white people. Because you know, that's how South Africa has been divided. Like before someone jumps and goes, Stevie, why are you turning this into a race thing? Yeah. I've, trust me, I've done enough corporates to have picked up Tell me. that in terms of debt in this country, right? Eh. Um, the, because we didn't have the kind of access to debt that white people had previously. Their debt has always historically just higher. always been higher than eh, ours. Eh. But also, they've also known how to build debt onto debt. So, so the three different so the, credit eh, cards. Hey, and then you can't pick up the debt. This person's in debt because this, they seem like they always have a liquid thing going on. Right? Yeah. They seem to always be liquid. And so what's happening with us is that we are arriving in money. Eh. But we are arriving in money and not being happy with that money. We're arriving in money, but wanting to pose. So I'm arriving in my millions. I want to pose like I'm in the 10 millions. I'm arriving in my 10 millions. I want to pose like I'm in the billions. Uh, and so people are, you're a thousandaire and you're living like a millionaire. Like a millionaire. Yeah. Yes, and it's yes. like, slow your roll. Calm down. Just And just be sensible be about sensible. things. Guys, because we need, you know what excites me that 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 has made me, Honestly, when I plan finances, I used to look at it in a black-white situation. I used to go, let me look at white folk and how they do things. And I'm going, look, people are living in wills. People are getting money. Where's that money coming from? You know what I mean? Um, I'm going, 
when the kids start university and they know that, you know, they live far or whatever, these kids are driving your entry-level golf, your second-hand, third-hand, fourth-hand um, uh, Honda, if the family can help, mm. you know. Mm. And there you get that sense of it's a practicality thing. It's not a, look, I can afford to buy my child a car. And send him to university. It's all about practicality. And I'm going, are we being practical with things? Like I, there, there have been times I've made money I did not plan on making. Mm-hmm. We have been offered deals that I, I plan my finances a year ahead. So if That I, is discipline. Yeah, but I don't have a choice. You see, it's because Mbabali, I come from not, I come from not being rich. I come from always being on the, on, just on the cusp of, of, of poor. You know, um, with a single mother who was a nurse and, you know, had to stretch that thing to maintain her lifestyle and children by herself because she wasn't receiving pap health. So you can imagine. So I've, I promised myself a long time ago from seeing my mother hiding when someone's coming to knock at the door because she knows she owes them money that I don't want that life for myself. I knew that I don't want, I don't want a credit bureau to know my name. I don't want uh, to ever be living from hand to mouth. Mm. And that's why where that habit comes from. And I wouldn't, you know, when they say everything happens for a reason. I wouldn't have this ha- habit had I not been kicked out of this for financial reasons. Because you couldn't afford. Because I couldn't afford, there. but financial planning could have helped me. I'm mm. still convinced to this day that financial planning could have actually gotten me through university. Yet it was something out of my hands because I wasn't paying my own school fees. My mother was scraping things, uh, scraping together to, mm. to get me through school. Mm. You know what I mean? So ever since then, I've decided I don't want to be that girl. Like when I bought my car, you know, I didn't just jump into luxury German car. The first thing I went for was a Japanese car because I was like, I can afford this and it's pretty. Mm. And I was being honest with myself. When I bought the car before the car drive now, I went, it's very pretty. I can still look like I'm money. Because, you know, <laughs> when you do corporates and you give people your price and then they look at you funny because you've arrived in a Hyundai, in a, uh, in a little yeah. uh, Hyundai i10. Uh, like, I love Hyundais. Please, Hyundai, don't take me wrong. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a Hyundai. I'm I saying, drive, I drive a I'm Hyundai. saying if I arrive in an i10, <laughs> but I'm asking for the same fee that my colleague who drives a, it, a convertible BMW, mm. they're going to look at me funny like, yeah, but... We understand why he needs to charge that much. We're not entirely clear. Mm, <laughs> I know to... what you. But I mean, whose business is it? Well, that, because that's your fee. That's 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 your your work rate. Mm, but again, and... you want to start that conversation because trust me, Mabale, I have seen it. Mm. Uh, I have seen it practically. The difference in treatment that I get because of the car I drive now. In fact, I won't name the company, but there's a company I'd associated with for a while. I had never been greeted by any of the execs, ever. Like I'd bumped into them. I'd walked past these people. Mm-hmm. Parked my car once. Just once. This is not a, ge- this is not a German car yeah. that you are not driving. Yo? The one that speaks hey. louder than you was just by you greeted? parking. Was yeah, I yeah, not yeah. greeted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only greeted, but even asked how I'm doing. I, I was like, Ankit, hey. I, I stopped myself from saying, but my guy, do you know how many times... How many times we've walked past each other and you didn't even... Ooh. I greeted twice and I gave up after that. Okay. You know? Yeah. And even when I've arrived at the corporates where like it's a golf day or whatever, I've seen the difference in tone. Because, you know, you get repeat clients. And sometimes you go, oh, this was treating me like this now because they're used to me. Then there are those clients where you're like, oh, okay. So actually you thought something before. Now you... 
Okay, well, it's, you know what? It's sad, but it's a fact. People Let's get into that after that. the break. Let's okay. get into appearances and what first impressions mean to, to people because, mm. you know, it's very easy for us to sit here and to say, but I don't want to be judged on mm. the kind of car that mm. I'm driving or the mm. kind of clothes that I'm wearing. Mm. But at the same time, mm. you know, if you see somebody pulling up in a nice German watch, watch hey. you are impressed. Hey. And we have to ask the question, why yeah. do you get so impressed? Yeah. Because you can't sit there, ask to be or not to be judged on your first impressions but then you are doing the same to the guy who pulls in in his Merc Mercedes what what and all of a sudden he looks a little bit more attractive yeah, than can, what he would now he can if he was stepping, you. stepping out of an I-10 hey, now he can pull into you 061 or message us straight through to WeChat uh, cliffcentral.com on WeChat or you can just tweet us cliffcentral.com sipping tea with myself Mabali Moloi and myself, this is cliffcentral.com. <laughs> Sipping tea with Timmy Meraki and Mabali Malloy. Mabali, yes, Mabali, because you know the appearance of your name. Yeah, no, so this is this is what we alluded to before the break is talking about uh first impressions and appearances yes. and. How it is that you judge somebody that you are first meeting, but then at the same time, you do not want to be judged on those very same standards when it comes to you. Mm. So you were saying you pulled up in your big German car Mm. and then all of a sudden you were treated very Mm. differently. But I must say, I'm finding it in the corporate space a lot. I must say, I'm Uh. really finding that happens a lot in the, in the corporate space. Um, everywhere else, not so hard. Like I, luckily I bought this car because I liked it, not because I thought I need to go and show people something so they can give me money. It was just my little treat to myself. But, um, excuse me. It's interesting because I mean, I, I, I've spoken to a lot of comics as well. And you'll find that the, with the men, with the male comics, especially, mm. they'll be like, yeah, cause, um, the ones who be doing it for all, they'll be like, yeah, look, it's everything from the pen you drop. When you when you're in there for the briefing, to if you push your your sleeve back, what watch you're wearing? To. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, no wonder I feel like I'm being sized when I walk in, because like I have this um, I have this Gucci bag that I got as a as a gift that I never use, but I've decided I only use it when I go to briefings. Like I will carry the Gucci bag. I'll I'll try and find something designer but then i've i i also feel like no you don't always have to give into it because also i find it exhausting mm-hmm. so i've stopped like i was getting there to that thing of you know always have the bag ready always have the and i'm like Ugh. but now help explain it to somebody like me who's probably just a little bit on the ignorant side because i don't think i would recognize a gucci bag if it was placed in front of Honey. me Unless I can see the label and read Gucci, I'm not going to know the difference. Oh, my God. You have not hung out with certain girls. No, I haven't. I used to have that question until I was out with a friend of mine who, when a guy walks in, she looks him up from bottom up. Yeah. And she will tell you there and then where we're sitting, financial brackets. So then... <sighs> from the kind of shoe to the label to the... Suit to the cut to to the cut to the cut, bruh. So then, does that mean that if I am not able to read a person in that way, that that I'm messing up somewhere? I don't know. Me, I think it's. I'm doing myself a disservice. I I think it's about how materialistic you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't care. I because for me, I look at cleanliness with guys. 
Because I've realized something. Having worked for people who will, you will be surprised at, as to how rich they are. I've realized not everyone wins their money. You know? But mm. if to me you appear like you're happy, mm. I, I walk a mile away from mm. you. Mm. you, you, you can't bath. Yeah. A simple, yeah. simple shower. Yeah, just be put together. Just be put together. Yes. Bro. Look like you bother to comb your hair. <laughs> you have time to shave. Or you have someone who can shave you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I can't. But there's a certain level of, uh, of, uh, all, all of us are superficial at some level. Yes. It's just varying degrees of it. But it's not our fault. It's like, come on, in, in your body, the, the, the busiest, one of the busiest sensory, um, ugh, one of your busiest senses must be sight because you see stuff, mm. you perceive stuff, mm. you know, before you hear it, smell it, you know. The, the the quickest taken is to see something and then it's in. Mm. So I don't think you should judge ourselves for being superficial. I think it's just I, how we're built. I I don't I don't think I, I don't I don't think most of us are capable of not being superficial. So to to, <laughs> to judge ourselves would actually be a wasted effort yeah. because most of us will respond to something, even if it's at the very minuscule level, you know. I might I might not be as advanced as your friend who can you know, judge a guy like, mm, down to his mm, cut, the, the cut mm, of the suit mm, that he's wearing. Mm. But yeah, I'm superficial to a, to a good degree. All of us are. But it's a human thing. I mean, I read it somewhere or did I hear it somewhere where they were saying the human smile, for example, when we smile, we're baring our teeth. And the point of that is to show it's like a primitive language of saying, look, I don't have fangs. I'm not a threat. You know what I mean? That's what a smile is. It goes, look. I won't eat you. Yeah. Let's talk. And I have all my teeth. I have all my teeth. So, (laughs) but it's true. I mean, come on, Mabali. You know that if, if a guy who is wearing a clean pressed shirt with a decent pair of pants, you know, clean shoes, he's wearing relatively, even if he's not wearing cologne, but he doesn't smell. It doesn't smell too manly. Mm. Like, I like a manly smelling man. Oh, I, I like it. a man in but a suit. don't smell like a, a man who's been working in the fields. All but So when a guy like that walks towards you and then the next guy is wearing flip-flops. Yeah, you, obviously you will have been more impressed by the guy, the first guy in the suit. More. Yeah, It suggests, Hori, you are taking the time mm-hmm. to, uh, well, I suppose to take care of yourself because mm. you value yourself. Mm. It might very well be that you're taking the time to, you know, to hook in some some beautiful woman. That's okay. That's mm. fine. It's like people. We're friends. all out here looking for someone, mm. trying like, to trying to catch. It's like fishing. Yeah, man. For me, it's like guys with dreads. You know, when I look at guys with dreads, uh, I always want to see: Are you? Do you have dreadlocks because you've literally just let yourself go, or do you have dreadlocks because it's a look that you enjoy, but your hair's washed? It's tied back neatly, or if it's hanging down, it it doesn't look like it's uh, haphazardly sitting on your head. Like you actually gave enough of a damn to take a look in the mirror and then do something with your hair. You know what I mean? Mm, it's like mm. even with white dudes with long hair. Mm. Um, I, I like those dudes who have long hair, but if he's let it down, if it's not tied up, like you can see, this guy conditions his hair. It's neat. It's it's sitting nicely. You know, he's not. He doesn't look like he just dropped off a rock band stage or <laughs> some Metallica concert, <laughs> and now he's talking to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like appearances are everything. Yeah, they really are. Mm. And with women, I find that it's easier for us to be misleading than guys in terms of our appearances. Like you see those girls who look like 
she looks like she, she's at least 50,000 rand walking. And then you find that, oh my God, she's just 600 rand. Oh yeah, no, but there's also a lot more available to us to, to choose from. You know, mm-hmm. we've got access to a greater pool of things that help in creating the lie, if, mm-hmm. if I can say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I could, I don't know, I could put a weave in my hair or not. Mm-hmm. What's a guy going to do? Mm. Do, guys, do guys wear Guys have extensions ne? Some yeah. guys use extensions They yeah. do They do. What's the biggest lie a guy What's the most misleading thing a man has done to you Appearance wise Because ah. I've seen I've seen a domestic workout Walk out and you think she's a PA somewhere so what is it? What you see exactly? You have to think about it, but with a woman, with a woman, ah, ah, you it'll it'll either be something she says, or you will realize, oh my god, that wig is actually sitting on top of her head, not actually. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not. It's like not, like yeah. Because yeah. nowadays you get cheap weaves that are also freaking good. Yeah, but those ones that you must only wear twice and then throw it away <laughs> because. <laughs> Just, because you're gonna no no you can't wash it and then yeah, keep it in the back yeah, of your closet yeah, for another yeah. season <laughs> no it's it, it it doesn't have that kind of mileage in it which is interesting because i wonder when you end up in those relationships let's say then because of this person's appearance and you've decided there's something and then you hook up then what happens because the look slowly fades and fades <gasps> and fades and this, then what this reminds me of a friend of mine a girlfriend of mine who um happened to meet an older white gentleman. Now, my friend is a black girl. And when she met this guy, she had one of those long weaves Mm. in her hair that Mm. kind of just falls down in these Mm. curls and it's Mm. volume. and You know, it just cascades and you look like you are, I don't know, um, Beyonce, Beyonce, you know, (laughs) with all her curls that just cascade down her shoulders all the way to to her back. And so... She met this guy, they hung out for a while, and then he took a liking to her. And then one day when they were going to meet up together, that was the day that she was not wearing the weave. So she had taken the weave out, she was giving her hair a break, and she just had her own hair, natural hair. Did she still look cute? Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure she looked cute. It's just that she wasn't wearing the weave anymore. What level of... Her own hair, are we talking? Are we talking natural? Or are we talking relaxed hair? No, it's okay. been chemicalized. So oh. it's got chemicals in oh. it. She's tied it up in a cute little ponytail. Mm. You know, she looks good. She's mm. not looking, uh, you know, like she's unkempt or something. Mm. Unkept. I don't mm. know. Anyway, so she meets up with this guy and he is just shocked out of his mind because now he's seeing her for the first time without the weave <laughs> and he did not like it. Hashtag he was never ready for Africa. <laughs> when Africa not happens. Yeah, we are not yet Uhuru people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he stopped seeing her because he didn't like the way that she looked without the weave. But it makes sense. I mean, think about it. You know, when you go to strip clubs, and not that I frequent them often. It but would be okay if you did. When, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> there, there are different looks. Like there are strippers with different looks. There's even a disabled stripper who just, there. Yeah, she's an amputee. What? Yeah. No. And she, yeah. And she has her clientele. But what, and like, then what has she had amputated? She, she, in fact, I don't think she's amputated. She, well, she, she doesn't have her arm. She doesn't have her forearm. Like her arm, her arm. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm touching my arm like people who are listening can see. Basically, half her forearm is gone. So she, 
So she doesn't have. She, there's no hand. There's no hand. There's no hand. So she can't grip onto the yeah, pole. Yeah, yeah. She has. She she single-handedly pulled. And it's just the one hand. Yeah. Okay. But she then. The, the cooch is intact. It's not obviously mm-hmm. disabled. Um, so they have this, that. There's the girl who looks like a, a, a housewife who didn't want to be there. Then there's the one who looks like a raunchy. She will shag you till kingdom come. Mm. Anyway, so what the point I'm making is, I think, especially with older gentlemen, they are not as open-minded as the younger ones who are like, hey, this is all sorts. I never know what I'm going to get at any second. I could open a packet and I never know what I'm going to get. You like so, a packet. Hey, but older guys, if, if, if he first saw her with that hair and with her look, and she's probably wearing killer makeup and mm. killer heels, you understand? You're, he associates that image with something very specific. Mm. And then when you take off your hair mm. and you're coming and you're still beautiful mm. and you're still sexy, but Where's that hair that he's going to get to pull back while he's doing you? But black well, women don't allow men to pull their hair because they know it could come out yeah, at any second. but Peter, it's not about the black woman. It's about the guy. <laughs> that is funny, though. Okay, okay, okay. I see what you, uh, I see what you mean. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand him having a problem with that. Right. Oh, especially an older white dude. I mean... For me, I feel like those guys, they don't even have an in-between. Like, if they like you with the fro and they want you unshaven and a little heavy, that's what they want. If he marries you like that, don't mess up by going on a diet and then putting in hair. He's divorcing you tomorrow. Mm-mm-mm. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. I feel like some men are like that. If they this is what they wanted, you upkeep that. I mean, I've met ladies who spend money on staying platinum blonde because that's what the man wants. He wants his blonde. Yeah. He wants her a certain size. She goes even half a size over that. She is in that gym. She is not eating for the rest of the month mm. because she doesn't want this guy to go. Hmm. And what do women want from men? What I, do we want from these men? Amen. I think we. I think we want everything. I think which is part of the problem. No, but I think there's very little. Yeah, but finish your thought. I don't. I, th- I just. I just. I worry about us as women in terms of expectations that we have from our men, mm. and I think some of those expectations are completely unrealistic. Mm. You know, they like to say that men are simple creatures. Mm. Simple things. <laughs> Shame, I must not be insulting. You know, he knows what he wants. So he wants his blonde woman yes. with her size 8 frame. Yes. And she must not change from that. Yes. And that is what he yes. wants. What she wants out of him could be anything from move a mountain tomorrow to just hold me. Just yes. hold me. But you do find that mostly women, what we want from men is not physical. Yeah. Except the nice thing, yes, in the bedroom, of course. Okay. Yeah, well, yes. We are we, not you know. uh, foregoing that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were just saying, we, we, I think, yeah, we are, trophies, let's be honest, guys, trophies generally are women. That women don't really have guys as trophies. I think the thing of trophy wives and trophy girlfriends is it's a very, it's a male thing. It's a male thing. I do feel that, you know, there are some women, well-established women who are trying to get their own trophies in the mm. form of men, mm. Mm. which is when these bentens, you know, they, they come in, they're to nice happen. to have, mm. uh, you can mm. introduce them to your mm. girlfriends over mm. lunch and you're like, mm. yeah, this is what's keeping me mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. happy at night. And they all look at him and they're like, oh, and he's got a six pack and he's got this and he's got that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, and then two months down the line, you're like, yeah, he's so immature. I yeah, can't deal I with can't him anymore. I just feel like guys need to be fair as well. I mean, I want to know 
If no, guys, thing, can we I, talk about this? That mm, unacceptable. I unacceptable. just feel like I'm already an overweight girl. It's it's always been my thing. I've always felt like my frame cannot be matched by the guy I'm with. If you want me, it should be because I'm your size, like you can handle. Not because I'm your size, we are twins. Uh, <laughs> that's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't let yourself go. I don't know. As guys also feel like, you know, you started dating and you would bath and you would put on cologne and you would, yeah. And you would go in and you would wax your, you you know, you'd wax your everything. Yeah. You would at least iron. And then you'd you'd buy special scented soaps and fragrances for your body parts. Yeah. Because you were trying to impress, Akir. Yeah. And then you got him. Oh, no, I'm talking about the guy. When are you talking about the girl? Oh, I'm okay. saying the guy. All right, sorry. If sorry. you used to put that effort. Yes. Then you need to keep it going in the same way that I like, say, ah, we married you and then you lost yourself. Yeah, even you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. If if you used to make sure I see you in uh, pajama pants, cool. Not now you're always in your drunk uh, and it's riding up your ass. And then... But how is it even possible for people to see our true selves? Because I get it the first time you're meeting someone, mm. you are trying to attract yes, them. Yes, but... You are trying to catch that dude, fish. Dude, the true you must so not you've be got a polar the... opposite. I... No, no. But Think I can... about advertising. Okay. Let me put it to you this way. It's about <laughs> advertising. Okay. You buy that soap that makes you feel that what they sell you is you are going to freaking be... Like, you're going to feel like you're in the Amazon. Eh. All right? You but it's bullshit. Your... We know it's bullshit. Yes, it's a lie. But your experience is close enough. You go, I get why. I get why you the packaging was like that. Okay. It's the same thing with men and women. You package whatever you're packaging. I understand it's packaging because you're reeling me in. But the contents cannot be too far from the packaging. When you're drinking that secret of the veil and you feel like I have found the secret in this thing. It tastes so amazing. Because that's my favorite of all the series juices. I die for secrets of the veil. Okay, but And you know what? <laughs> The packaging, what I, when I'm drinking that thing, yes, I'm not immediately transported into the valley of Ceres, but man, I feel like I know a Lukunut. <laughs> <laughs> so even you, my body. You know a secret. You, hey. you, you looking innocent and whatever. I am whatever. innocent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's your story. You'll stick to it. But the, the fact of the matter is though, when, when I was, <laughs> out playing the field and I was trying to reel you in. I was working extra hard to Mm. attract you. And the fact of the matter is once we are both settled in and it's a Saturday afternoon and we have decided we are staying in today because and I'm just not in the mood. I'm going to wear my tracksuit pants and my hair is going to be... But the tracksuit pants won't have holes in them, right? No, well, ideally they shouldn't. Exactly. You know what? I support what you're saying because in the words of my cousin, because we'd be drinking and she has to be at work the following morning. (laughs) And I'd be like, dude, aren't you going to work tomorrow? She goes, Emona, Gaspanding is in interview. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's the same thing you're saying. We're like, this is not interview phase. It's my thing. I've Mm. got this thing. I'm Mm. going to work. Mm. But you need to at least still be delivering. You know what I mean? Like that that sweet, uh, soft-spoken person you were in the interview or that respectful person you were in the interview, right? You're not that person you're at work, but you're delivering. You're delivering Mm. on your promise. Yeah? You look like the company isn't embarrassed to have you walk in that gate because you still look like the face of the company. Yes. You still look the part and you still deliver. Yes. Same thing with relationships, guys. Yes, you're not interviewing for the job anymore. You've got the person. But are you not interested in keeping them? Well, yes, I am. Exactly. Because relationships, if you think about it, are 
uh, uh, repeat interviews. Like you, we renew your contract. <laughs> Especially, say at least when you're married, you're like, ah, but you've signed a piece of paper here. Yeah, uh, this is now, this is ketile ketile. But till when death. you, till death, yeah. but they're like, yeah, until Uncle Death comes to sign this thing to yeah. say it's done. Yeah. Actually, you're not going anywhere. But when you're dating, my friend, you need to remember that they still, you need to renew the contract. You are that player. We are the striker. We are counting how many, how many times did you score when you ah, were in the starting lineup? Okay. And okay. Yeah. No, okay. you must be accountable. Okay. No, you are right. I'll, I'll agree with you on mm. that. Um, and then it makes me think of, are you allowed to expect more from your partner than what you are prepared to put in? You know how sometimes people will look at a couple and they'll say, Mara, how did she get that guy? Because he's so <laughs> ugly. And she is the extreme opposite of him. <laughs> so, for example, if I don't like your beer belly yes. six months down the line, yes. but then I've also let myself go. Yeah. Am I allowed to still expect you to not have a beer belly? Meanwhile, now nah, I've moved up to a size. No. Like I've moved up two sizes because my ass is just... What's good for the goose is good for the gander, Baba. What happens on the right hand must happen on the left hand, Baba. Yeah, but I mean, if I'm no longer attracted to you in your beer belly, what must I do? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, wait, are you talking dating or marriage? Because marriage are screwed. You're in there forever. Yeah. You have to, ch- in fact, no, but it comes with the, the plus side is the power you have is now you can say, I demand you change because we're in this contract forever and I refuse to have to stay at that for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like you, 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 you find compromise. When you're dating, aua, aua, aua. If he's already letting himself go and mm. you haven't even tied yourselves down to each other, aua, mm. aua. Mm. It's not allowed. Find out what's going on. Find yeah. out what's going on. Sometimes it's your fault. You're overfeeding the guy, but then you're surprised he's gaining weight. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it with couples where she's like, Yo, I'm like, yeah, but you do realize you cook all his meals. Yeah. Like, how are you the one complaining? And when you go out, you're not saying, hey, baby, let's go hiking or uh, walking. You are saying, let's drive to Kai Kai, where we'll be served hand and foot and mm. we just sit and vegetate. Mm. So take responsibility for what you're doing to your partner. You know what I mean? Um, I did also want to get into this a little bit. Um, knocking people's hustle or judging people's hustle, mm. the way that they hustle. Mm. So, for example, if you think, oh, yeah, but the way that Dumi got that job, whatever, it's just, no, nah, I would never do that because I have morals. Yeah, but that's you. This yeah, is but me. Yeah. 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 So, I, I, I guess it just goes back to that whole thing of us being judgmental of mm. each other mm. and thinking, oh, everybody should subscribe by your rules mm. and should have the same definition of what you think having morals is. Mm. Um, yeah, this thing of knocking. See, you know what I... I, what I don't like is if I found an easier way to do something and you went and took the tougher route and now you want to make it my problem that you're angry that I'm not sweating like you sweated. That's not cool. I think that's what you're talking about. Like, I think that that's what happens with people. Like, um, and it's also a perception thing. Like, if you think you've taken so damn long to get that promotion. You're not even looking to see what, how did my ballet who just arrived last week get it instead mm. of you and you're going, yeah, she slipped her way to the top. Mm, mm. You don't know if my ballet arrived there with her uh, MBA and 
you don't know if actually Mabale's uncle owns this company and her hustle is she's gone, uncle, I promise you that I will do the family proud if you let me have this job. A hustle is a hustle. Mm. If you get trotted on in the process, sorry for you. My problem is people who bitch about people's hustle as if it affects them. Why does it affect you? Why are you so angry? Why aren't you on your own hustle? In fact, why are you? do you have so much free time on your hands that you have time to judge my hustle? Yeah. Hmm? Mm. So what, what 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 bothers you about it? The fact that they're doing it or the fact that they make noise about it? I think it's the fact that they think that your hustle should be in accordance with what they think a person's mm-hmm. hustle should be. Mm-hmm. They want to dictate to you. They should it, approve. But whenever way that you did it, I find problematic. Mm-hmm. But you make a good point. Um, why are you involving yourself in other mm-hmm. people's business mm-hmm. when you clearly have got your own business mm-hmm. to, to see take food to? out of your mouth? Do you have physical evidence that had I not hustled this way and gotten this thing, it would have been yours? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, People must just get a life. You know, this term, get a life, it's a term we don't use a lot anymore. But I think if we all go back to that term of get a life, it will take us back and probably start to resolve a lot of issues that we're having in terms of social media, in terms of things that people are saying. If we just remember that simple adage, get a life. Yeah, bon. hey. Because it means you have none of your own to focus on. That's yeah. why you're focusing on other people. And it's a complete waste. It's a, such a waste. Because now, while you are looking at my life, who's taking care of yours? Yeah? Who's, who's, the stove is on there. Your house is burning down. Mm. You're busy telling me how my house is painted pink and mm. not purple. Mm. You know? Aye. People, people in glass houses or something hey! like that. Hey! I don't know if we have a hugger man for this week. Yes, we haven't been hugging these men. Mm. Shem. Hugger man this week goes to that guy who has maintained, who still once in a while buys that girl flowers, who still once in a while gets dressed up, smells nice and says, hey, baby, let me take you out to Nando. <laughs> you know, because yeah. guys get it wrong. They think we're all trying to go to fancy restaurants. Yeah, and yeah. Sometimes, you know, my favorite thing is a crunch burger. And you're going to let me put on my favorite jeans and my nice shoes. And we're going to go sit in one of those KFCs with the nice leather couches. Eh. And we're going to say, I'm going to have my crunch burger. Eh. Eh. No, no, no. I was just, I stumbled on when you said leather couches. KFC did not do leather couches. Yes. Couch. Okay, sorry. They're, they're, you, you know that those ones, there's the ones where they're like. Kekere leather though. Eh? No, pleather, okay. pleather, 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 pleather seeds. But the point is, the point you're is... going, you're treating me to my favorite meal. Don't go and feed me sushi when you know that I'm really feeling the scrunch bag. Mm. You know, you're going to give, give me oysters. Uh, why? Why? It's not my thing. Next thing, thing. I'm, I'm getting sick and I'm throwing up all you over know? the place and now the date yeah. is ruined because I can't even yeah. kiss you at the end of the night. And then you go to the place where I know, yes, you love me. But we're gonna be uncomfortable dre- being forced to dress like stiff people when you have taken me to Ocean Basket because that's the seafood I like. I like the occasion spice. Yeah. But no, you want to. So yes, it's nice to spoil your lady once in a while. But remember, guys, there's no real pressure to do it. Women, we are also quite simple. They're gonna say you guys. No, they're gonna say you guys are lying. Women are demanding. You're always bitching about how I don't do things for you. That's what they're going to say. Not all of us are Not like, all women. But know the women you're with as well. Some mm-hmm. guys know she's like that. And they still love her because, you know, they say she has other redeeming qualities. You know? Mm. Which is the same with every guy. We'll take the crap, but we'll go, I'm taking it because he has other redeeming qualities that make this thing worth all the trouble. 
All right, well, that's a good place to leave it. Thank you once again for joining us this week. It's uh, it was good to be back, and it yeah, was good, good to be back with you. Oh, do love back And uh, catch us again next week, uh, same time, same place. Sipping tea. I'm Mabale Moloi. I'm Dumi Morake. This is CliffCentral.com.